We are joined by JT Gasso, Sooner hitting coach. What's going on, JT? How are you on this Tuesday? What's up, Plank? I'm good, man. I'm good. How are you doing? I'm I'm really good. Uh, how was How was the birthday celebration this weekend? Phenomenal. Uh, just it's it's crazy. Time flies, but uh, yeah, it was it was fun. I went a little bit too hard on the bounce house. My <laughs> you know my joints are a little bit achy. Uh, <laughs> Last couple of days, but no, it was fun. It was great. Gracie, uh, is JT and Andrea's daughter turned four this weekend. Four. How is that possible? How is that humanly possible? But happy birthday, yeah. Gracie. Now, with that in mind, uh, just this, this offense, I know flawless execution, right? You want perfection. But do you like looking back at games like Baylor and and, and UAB, the Saturday game against UAB, the Sunday game against Baylor, to kind of see them get challenged a little bit and see them have to overcome some adversity, JT. Is that something that, it, I mean, in a roundabout way, we can say is good for these hitters? No, absolutely. And it's just one of those things where, you know, if every season's new and every season's going to have its own, its, own, its own challenges, then, um, you know, when stuff happens, you gotta you got to say that you have the experience or you've, you've been able to – um, execute in crunch time, and, and that's something that, you know, when you look back on, you have it in your back pocket, like, you know, hey, we were able to do this, um, what were we feeling, what were we doing, and and uh, just, you know, call back on it when we need to. With with that in mind, um, are have you ever seen as creative of shifting as what UAB used on Saturday? I know it's in the rear view and we're looking ahead, but, I mean, you had a second baseman playing right center field. You had a shortstop that was playing. We used to call it the rover position. And I could imagine that sometimes that can be a little mental for the hitters when they look out and see that. Yeah. Um, you know, we kind of we knew that they were going to do that going into it. Um, we've seen, I know, like Morgan State, if you remember last year, uh, their right fielder was in right center field. Their center fielder was in left center and you know they just they move their outfield so we've seen some stuff like that and, um and it's just you know something that maybe we didn't notice uh at the in the box but right. we kind of knew what it was going to be um going into it it's just you know not taking what they were giving us and uh just falling into that but uh but yeah that's something we learned from and and uh and we're going to get better from it by the way i just just kind of a little peek behind uh, how much I dig talking to JT. We're sitting here, we're going to talk softball, but all I want to do is ask you about Tiger playing in the Masters, why the Lakers suddenly stink, what the Eagles are doing in the draft. So I just want to make this very clear that we're going to talk some softball, but at least some point, JT, are we are we tuned in in 20 minutes from now to see if Tiger's going to play or could you not care less? I am not a golf guy. I've uh, never been a golf guy. Okay. I don't, um, I hate golf. And I, I know I, I am so bad at it that I can't get behind it. You know, like hey, stick me at the driving range. You know, I'll try and figure some stuff out. But it's one of those things okay. that are just so easy. You know, that it's like, how am I not better at this? It's like how there's the hole. Better? That's all I need to do is put this ball in that hole, and it's a hundred yards from me. How come I'm having to hit it four times before I get it on the green? I live that. I don't know why. It's a great point. <laughs> <laughs> All right, then I'll steer clear of that, and I won't go down the NFL draft road because we know what that can lead to. But uh, how has this team re- – how have your hitters reacted 
um, to a, a Sunday off and now getting back on the ground. I know it's very early in the week. It's only Tuesday. We've got a Wednesday night against Tulsa coming up and then a roadie to Lubbock. But how do you feel like this team has responded from the week that it was? Um, I don't I don't know. It's, we haven't seen them yet. <laughs> 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 you know? But um, I, I know uh, the, the one thing that about this season that is just so much different is this is the this is the first like normal I guess season that we've had right in mm-hmm. a couple of years. So um, last year with COVID, um, the amount of uh, games that we had was uh, reduced. So it was you know it was you you play Friday, Saturday, Sunday. You have the whole week to prepare, and then you play again. Basically, you know basically um, what it was. Now with the midweek and the travel and the stuff that we're, this is more like what a normal season has felt like. And uh, it is just one of those things where, you know, the players are, are really realizing like taking care of your bodies and having those habits and routines set up to where um, you can just bounce back and get right back into it. So um, I, I know like these past two days have been really good for them. Um, they're they're really you know taking care of themselves, and uh, when we step on the field for practice today, it's just going to be something that everyone's going to um, get after, and you know we'll be ready for tomorrow. What what have you seen really click in Grace Lines the last few weeks? Um, Grace Lions, she it, it's just one of those things where she is so under the radar that it's. You look down, and then you're like, "Oh my gosh, she's doing this, this, and that." And then she had ten RBIs it, in two games. That's what that's what I mean. Is you, you know, she's just so under the radar, and the way that she goes about her business is so uh, professional. You know, like she she takes accountability for her at bat. She is locked into her game plan, her approach. She's she is just doing all the all the little things right and. Um, I think the big thing is when she doesn't get what she wants, she makes adjustments. And that's a really hard thing, uh, I think, for younger players to kind of learn. And the fact that she she understands what to do and how to do it is, I think, phenomenal and really um, helping her cause out a ton. Um, speaking of players who have really kind of clicked the last few weeks, Lindsey Elam – Obviously, was you know battling for for playing time, and she's a she's a pro, right? She's the captain. She gets it, and Kinsey gets a little dinged up. She slides into the lineup, and JT, she's just not going to allow you guys to take her out of the lineup. I mean, we we could go so many different directions on this, but how impressed have you been to see someone get, and not as if she needed an opportunity, but when she gets in the lineup, just take advantage of it to the the degree that Lindsey Elam has at the plate. Yeah, it's one of those things where, you know, you look at, if you look at trends, you look at, you know, her stats over the course of period, you can kind of make some assumptions and, and, uh, or, or make some predictions. But the one thing that she did, she made some mechanical, mechanical adjustments that have allowed her to get to, um, get to pitches a little bit better. And, uh, it's something to where it's just, you throw all of that out the window because now it's a completely different, you know, hitter. And I think for her, some of those things have just allowed her to to react a lot better to pitches and her at bats, and she, it's just adding to her confidence and uh, just overall. 
contributing to like the, the success and she's able to talk to the people behind her. And I think that one thing is um, in it, it's showing how adjustable and how coachable she is and the fact that she can make, you know, she's a fifth year senior. She's been here forever. Um, and just at the, you know, drop of a hat, she can make a quick adjustment and then not care what it looks like and then just go for it. So I think it's more, it says more to her character and her willingness to compete and be coachable than uh, and all the other stuff takes care of itself. Is When you talk about making a mechanical adjustment at this point, not just in the season, but in her career, is it something you saw on tape? Was it something that maybe she experimented with in a in a session in the cage? I mean, how – we're not talking about a true freshman, right? We're talking about a, a fifth-year super senior that has played in a ton of games, JT. Mechanical adjustments, I would imagine, sometimes can be hard to come by because you're set in your ways. <laughs> yeah, and uh... – <laughs> Luckily, she's getting close to it, but we we joke with them that you know by the time that you're 25 is when your brain stops developing. So <laughs> she's still got room to to do some things. So you know uh, she's getting close to that age, but uh, but no, it was just something that um, it, it's one of those things where when they come back in from in a bat or when they're swinging or whatever, they're just it's the the dialogue of what are you feeling, what do you want to happen, and we just. She's, we've been we've had that open uh, conversation, our open line of communication for her whole career. She's always wanted to get better, to learn, and so whenever she's feeling something, um, we can talk about it, and then we can um, make suggestions or, or experiment with some different things that might work. And and something stuck with her, and she is just going for it. It's really cool to see it just take off. It is. Uh, we're hanging out with JT Gasso. One more, and I'll let you get out of here before we get the most important question, which is who are the Jets going to take it for? But just in general, this team is is accomplishing things that, again, in a back-to-back sense that we haven't seen in a long time. Do you get the sense that the locker room is, is a, the clubhouse, if you will, that they're aware of just kind of where they are? Does it matter, JT? I mean, historically – you engineered the greatest offense in the history of college softball last year. And in 2022, they're putting up similar numbers. Is is that something you think that resonates with this team at all or is even a talking point? Uh, no, it's not. You know, because it's, you can't – I don't think you can rely on that stuff. Gotcha. It's just, you know, we're just, you know, looking out the uh, looking out the front window and just moving forward. And – as great it is to look back in the review and and say, hey, that was all great, it's not helping us kind of as we're moving forward. So uh, there's just a lot different, a lot different challenges this year, and uh, you know we're we're doing our thing and we're navigating this the scene as as we see it. And uh, I like I like what we're doing. I think we're we're showing that uh, physically, and th- there's just so much talent. And so much, uh, so many tools, so many options that we have this year that everyone is just competing and fighting. And it's just how can we maintain that uh, going into this month and May and, and continue it on uh, into the postseason? Is four too high for Garrett Wilson? Do you think he's there at 10? Because that's the buzz now Ohio State receiver Garrett Wilson to the Jets. 
you know, I think we take Evan Neal. I think we go deep, uh, D-line, O-line at one or in the at four. Right. And then I I don't know. I don't think you can take a receiver at ten and like and get immediate help because I just I don't think that's the the need that hmm. we have. I would maybe go in the. I don't know what they're going to do at 10. I could see them trading it, too. I could, too. Amassing a few more picks. All right. Hey, I always appreciate you, JT. Happy birthday to Gracie, and have a great week, man. I'll see you uh, tomorrow night at uh, at the ballpark. All right, bud. Always great talking to you. Thanks. My guy, JT Gasso.